You're listening to The Penrith Perception, a podcast by Penrith Selective High School, where we drive discussions about the cogs and gears that run a selective high school in New South Wales. Today's episode will look at the cogs and gears of lockdown learning as we go through a day in the life of learning from home. We asked a number of students from year 7 to 12 to talk to us through their day, how it's different, how you receive relief from the computer screen, and share some of the more lighthearted moments during this time. We are also going to announce the winner of the jingle competition who will receive both written and verbal credit on the show from today and in all future episodes, a canteen voucher and eternal glory. Thank you to everyone who submitted their jingles. We had a number of excellent compositions that went into the running for this prestigious prize, but there can only be one winner who will be announced at the end of the episode. So I'm your host, Keith Girl. We all know that our day-to-day lives look quite different at the moment, so we wanted to capture your thoughts and feelings about remote learning as best we could. We asked a few people to record themselves in real time and share what their school day looks like and sounds like from beginning to end. Thank you to those who contributed to this episode. Hopefully it brings you some comfort knowing that we're all in this together, like Gladys says, and makes you laugh. Without further ado, let's get started from the time the morning alarm clock goes off which these days is getting later and later. The first thing I think of and do when I wake up in the morning is check the time to see if there's extra time just to sleep in. If there is, woohoo! And if there isn't, I have to force myself out of bed and get ready. I always check what day it is in case it's a Wednesday and we get some sort of early mark. Although online, personally I look forward to school as it's probably our only way to connect with our peers and teachers. But again, waking up and getting out of bed is the biggest challenge of the day. My workspace is pretty much just my room. I sit at my desk every period with my laptop in front of me which has a wallpaper of my cat. I also keep a water bottle next to me because I'm doing this challenge where I have to drink 2 litres of water every day. In front of my laptop is a notebook for the class I'm in, just in case a teacher wants us to handwrite any activities. Behind me on my bed is my cat, who stays with me for majority of the day. Sometimes she wakes up and comes and sits in my lap while I'm in class, which is a win-win situation because I get to see her in a good mood, which is pretty rare, and she gets free head pats. Behind my laptop is a window, which I usually look out. I inspect my street. A lot of the time, I see kids across the street chasing each other, drawing with chalk on their driveway, or attempting to play basketball with their dad, even though they're way too short. I wave at them and they wave back cheerfully. At recess and lunch, I like to go into my backyard and take my daily dose of the sun. This time of the year is perfect because it's not too hot and not too cold. And if we're lucky, we get a rare breeze too, which is the best. Hi, this is Miss Skadanis. And I just kind of wanted to tell you about my workspace currently. Since we've gone into lockdown, I don't really have a study or anything in my house. So I've had to kind of make a a makeshift stand-up desk um, so as not to hurt my back and not to be sitting down all day. So currently, my workspace is in my kitchen and it's at my breakfast bar. I have um, dual screens, so I've got uh, a screen here and then I've got my laptop. And my laptop is currently sitting on an upturned washing basket so that I get the, the height of a stand-up desk and that way, like I said, I don't, I don't hurt my back. Um, like I tried to think of a whole... Uh, like a whole bunch of, uh, you know, puns about the fact that my workspace now resembles part of my, um, part of my laundry. Um, and I thought I'd find more puns. Um, I thought I'd find loads of them. 
but no. <laughs> and then I, I guess like I didn't really want to purchase a a stand-up desk yet. Um, I, like I threw in the towel on that one. I just thought, no, why, why bother? This this situation and this setup is actually working for me. So I might as well keep it like that. Um, but the good part is, is that I'm next to my kitchen. And so making coffees and getting snacks um, becomes a lot easier. So uh, my workspace, um, in front of me is just a blank wall because I've had to you know, I've had to rearrange the, the kitchen in order to be, you know, a pseudo study. So I've got my hat on the on the wall and I've got my TV that I use as a second desktop, which is actually pretty good because it's giant and you can fit multiple things up there at once. So um, I do recommend that. Around and behind me is just various plants that I have, um, not on any sort of plant furniture because I've been trying to buy like a plant shelf for uh, about a year. Um, it's not going well, but I'll, I'll get there eventually, I think. I'll do well. Um, I've got a sweet vine that's growing pretty well, a monstera and whatever whatever the tall one is. Um, I don't know what it is. And then, you know, of course my lounge because I'm in the, in the lounge room and, and then various instruments, my guitars, um, a saxophone, piano behind me, a bass, double bass as well that I'll use. Um, it's not not the most inspiring area, but it's kind of, it's, it's nice enough. It, get, it gets the job done. I think having the plants around creates nice splash of the color. I have been told the color scheme in the apartment is pretty pretty foul, especially with, um, I think they're good, pretty pretty sweet red uh, placemats, but um, apparently I'm mistaken. So really my workspace is my kitchen table in the middle of my kitchen slash lounge room area, um, which gets it all right. There's a, there's a, if things are going tough, I'll just go have a lay on the lounge and have a nap. Um, at recess time or something like that, but it's a nice wide open space so I get to do nice wide open thinking. I can see a park outside my window. I get plenty of sun in the morning. So it's not bad, it could be worse. The funniest roll call question we've received, I've received so far was for critical thinking and it was um, Hoxtra Forever or Brad Pitt for sure. And basically there were two um, pictures. One of them was Mr. Hoxtra playing the guitar and the other was um, Brad Pitt playing the guitar. Um, my answer was Brad Pitt for sure, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people also put Hoxtra forever. So yeah, that was the funniest roll call question I've received during um, quarantine or lockdown. Hi everyone. The funniest moment in online learning would probably be the Zoom fail where the teacher could not hear one single thing coming out of any student's mouths. It was like a remake of Dwight shunning Andy in the office, except there was constant yelling and typing in the chat just to get the teacher's attention. But yeah, it's a classroom, so we had a lot of questions and we weren't getting them answered for the first time and we were really confused. But in the end, the teacher could hear us, but he was just unaware that that was happening. And we had a laugh about it, we got our questions answered, and we ended up having a really nice conversation. So one thing I guess to take from it is have fun, whether it be sourced from mediocre comedy, um, talk to your friends, talk to your teachers, um, and make the most out of online learning. That's it from me guys, have a great day. They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day but anyone who does online school will tell you otherwise, and that it's actually recess that's the most important meal of the day. Let's hope Elijah Freeman and Elijah Craig from year seven aren't cooking up some mac and sneeze. 
For me, recess is an extremely important time. Like it's just this half an hour of absolute freedom where you can get off your Zoom and just do whatever, really. So I'm gonna tell you how I, des I like to spend my recesses, basically. So at 10.45, I'm staring at the bottom right-hand corner of my screen where the clock is for the last 10 minutes. And I leave the Zoom meeting and go and find some food and some water so that I'm hydrated and I've got the energy to uh, go through the rest of the day. Because remote learning is actually, like being honest, it's really difficult to get through. It's actually quite tiring. And after that, I'll be going outside to get some sunlight and some, you know, like stretch my arms and uh, legs. I like to go on the trampoline because that's a really, really easy option. You don't have to go very far and you can jump, you can just jump up and down and get rid of all of your energy. Uh, then it'll be time to notice it's 11.14 on my watch. At that point I go up to the house and begin classes again. Unfortunately, all of my recesses look exactly the same during lockdown. I have a strict routine which I follow with military-like precision. Being such an unorganised person, it feels good to have a bit of order to my day. As soon as period two finishes, I hit the cupboard, looking for food, followed by the fridge. After I am satisfied with the food I have had, I have some more food, then some fruit, as after all, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. I eat a lot because I'm a growing boy and I need the energy. If I have time before the next period, I go outside and have a little run around. At 11 o'clock sharp, I turn on ABC News. I like to be the first to know how many cases we've had. 10 minutes into the program, I log into Zoom, ready to start period three. I've actually found that lockdown is a really great opportunity to invest more time in my extracurriculars and uh, all the things I enjoy. So I think I normally have about three hours of free time a day. So that's probably more than what I had in the whole semester one put together. So with this time, I've been taking in the great scenery of suburbia on my morning walks and also playing some soccer, doing some strength workouts with my brother in the afternoon. And then also I found that having those extracurriculars in the digital space is actually a really great way to socialize with my friends. So for instance, I was just putting together a plan for Wellbeing Week, a prefect initiative with one of my friends on call. And it was actually quite fun because you know, you're hanging out with your friends and you're doing something you enjoy. So I'd say if there had to be one upside to lockdown, I think it would definitely be that. It would definitely be the extra time for those extracurriculars. Okay, so I'm just going to quick fire the best thing that's happened to me in an online lesson. Okay, number one was when a student from like Blackheath or something had his camera on to show like the snow because it was snowing and I've never seen snow before, so that was really nice. Okay, the second time, I don't know, literally any time in a breakout room with my friends is a good time. Three, okay, and in threes, what's a, what's a good third time? Okay, this is going to feel like such a cop-out answer, but sadly it's true. Every single teacher I have has like a dog or something. So every time they show their pets on screen is just like the best thing that would happen to me in that day, if I'm being honest. Yeah, so pets are the highlight of my day. <laughs> 
Yeah, Jahin, I think that lockdown's got my dog looking at me and being like, see, this is why I chew the furniture. It's a good thing that I've been resilient enough to stick to food. On the topic of resilience, how have you dealt with change in lockdown, Zach? For me, the biggest change I've had to get used to is working and studying alone. Um, it's just not the same as being together in person with all your friends and mates. And although being at home does have its perks, um, you like playing lots of online games to stay connected. It's definitely a bit harder to, you know, in, enjoy that little those little conversations that you enjoy so much in school, just being around people. And um, to me, resilience is all about being optimistic. Uh, I'd say that I'm a very optimistic person and I always see the good in life. Um, and I've been able to spend more time to, to myself that I wouldn't get with the hectic schedule of school. So that's one of the pluses. And yeah, so seeing the good despite the current situation builds resilience and acceptance that, you know, it is what it is, <laughs> allowing you to move forward in life. So that's what resilience is to me, I guess. G'day, it's Mr. Ferraran. When we went into lockdown, someone gave me some really, really good advice. They said that I need to So I follow this advice closely and every morning I get up and during the day I make sure I Um, and then at night, before I go to bed, I make sure I... So that was an awesome piece of advice that someone gave me and it's really helped me get through lockdown. And it pretty much sums up a day in my life right now. Sounds like his students are the only children giving Mr. Froren a difficult time. And on that note, a quick thank you to all students and teachers who participated. Now I was going to make a coronavirus joke, but I don't want to spread it around. That's it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed the inspiring words of your peers and how they're coping with remote learning. Thank you so, so much to those who have shared your experiences and wise words. Now, I would like to announce the winner of the infamous podcast jingle competition. To qualify, entrants had to adhere to the following criteria. Compose music that is one minute long with a 20 second jingle at the start containing lo-fi sounds phrased in a way that can be repeated as well as an outro. The judges then deliberated based on how well each entry met the criteria and the ethos of the school community. With that said, the winner of the podcast jingle competition is... Pre-Tam Telugu. Congratulations, Pre-Tam. Here's our composition in full, and we look forward to hearing it in each episode as we release. so much for listening to this episode from the Penrith Perception, a podcast made by the Penrith Selective High School Prefects and Multimedia Leaders. To support us and be notified when new episodes are released, feel free to follow us on Spotify. You can also find us on Instagram at the Penrith Perception for more news and to provide feedback for our future segments. The Penrith Perception is mixed and edited by Geethika Eranulato and Iman Faisal. Executive produced by Su Jong Yu. Carl Serrato and Dimitri Skadanis. Produced by 
Alina Arago, Nishani Balaruban, Jahin Kandoka, Aditya Kumar, Anandika Ramesh, Jamima Rumi Jeffrey, Elizabeth Santoso, Rana Singh, Sindhuja Suresh Kumar, Zach Wan. Graphic design by Sofia Gonzalez and music by Pritam Telugu.